to have two guests on today. I have Jake and I've got Ross. How are you guys doing? He's okay? Yeah, I'm not too bad yourself, darling. Yeah, all good, all good. Ross, yourself? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Just uh, surviving the heat. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Right, I've got three topics that uh, I wanted to discuss today. Um, and we're going to start off with Is This Love, first and foremost. So um, this is the uh, unreleased track from 2009. Um, that was part allegedly part of the relapse era, um, so it was stored away for quite a number of years, and it was part uh, of the cut and call two release. Um, so first of all, Jake, what was your reaction to first of all the track being announced, and then second of all the track itself? What what do you make of that? Um, so my first reaction was obviously when the track list officially had been leaked. I was like, oh, wow, damn, we're getting, you know, is this real? Like, is this actually true? And then when I came to it, I was like, oh, wow, that's, you know, that's something that I'm actually probably going to enjoy. It's Evan 50 on a track together we've not heard in, uh, I'm trying to think, when was the last time, aside from the Ed Sheeran track that they done? Must have been a few oh, years, if I'm right saying. Relapse here? Part- uh, no, uh, wait, My Life, life on 50's yeah. album, yeah. That's so when I'd seen that, I was like, yo, this is going to be great. You know, it's going to be a great track. It's, and then when you hear the track, it just flows so well and it just takes you back those 10 years. It's like, damn, this is the Eminem that we all know and love, but it's the Eminem that he hates. So it's cool to see that as much as he hated that time, he actually still gave us something that we all would have loved anyway. And personally, I still do um, love that time. So that was a great track for me. Uh, what about yourself? Uh, yeah, I was like when the the track got released, um, and obviously two thousand nine was in the brackets. I'm like, right, okay, so it was potentially for uh, relapse too, and obviously that that never came about. Um, I think from it's hard to gauge. I have listened to it quite a good few times. I think the first verse has been re-recorded from Eminem yeah. recently, and it yes. sounds like the second verse is the relapse era because you can just sounds it sounds different yeah it's kind of like uh jimmy brian and mike where he'd gone and re-recorded the first verse or oh wait no was it not jimmy brian and mike he went and finished the actual track and that's why you hear the two different styles yeah i, f- I think it was similar to that that track the first verse was re-recorded quite recently and then yeah. the second and third verse was from uh, back in the day yeah, so um, it's possibly just like this. It's possible, you know, it may have been the same time he'd done that is when he'd gone and finished, like, Is This Love or even re-recorded it. Um, so it's yeah, still good to hear that he's got those old songs which he's still wanting to go back and work on, which yeah. it's something that is always great to see because that just, you know, makes me think, is there going to be more like this in future? Possibly. Uh, Ross, what did you make of it? Yeah, I mean, like it's like sort of like Deadly Trio, isn't it? It's like a Dre produced beat, 
50 cent and m&m together like it's always going to be pretty good and like yeah it's like i say it caught, like sort of took me back to like crack a bottle a little bit when they were sort of having fun on that um you can tell like some of it is re-recorded for example like the beginning of 50 cents verse contains like a bruce jenner reference which probably i don't think was happening around like 2009 so that's obviously been re-recorded recently um but yeah i thought it was really really nice it sounded like playful as well i sound like they've both had fun making it I always think is probably the uh, what he's going for right now anyway with his recent music. And you were pretty spot on when we done the last show and we were told about predictions for the unreleased track and you did say you're hoping for yeah. a <laughs> or a 50 Cent collaboration and well, you are right because 50 Cent was featured but I think there's a little distance of production from Dre as well albeit majority from Eminem. Yeah, I think um, on the credits for the song, I've got them up now. It says uh, produced by Dr. Dre, Trevor Lawrence Jr., Mac- Mark Batson, and Eminem. So Dre is uh, is like credited for it, which is it's pretty cool. Like I said, they're like a deadly trio, aren't they? When they made Crack a Bottle, it was like, yeah, there's three of the biggest probably names in the 2000s hip-hop all on a song together again. But another thing that, that I was thinking about recently was, like, as uh, Jake was saying the re-recorded song from the Eminem show, Expanded Edition, where he went in and re-recorded it, and then he's went in and re-recorded um, As This Love as well, and then he's done the Elvis soundtrack song with CeeLo Green that's on the album. You're thinking, he's putting a lot... Is he making an album? Like He's surely got enough time if he's going in and redoing two old tracks. Surely he's going to be competing for an album to come out maybe next year. I mean, it is possible because he does say he's always in the studio and always working. And Dre said the same. Like, Dre said that he's always in the studio, um, apart from once when he had, like, two weeks off. So it's possible we could be getting something new, and this is just to pass time with. Kind of like, um, if you remember, just before Revival came out, um, I think it was the year before, uh, so 2016 is when he dropped Campaign Speech. And he put out a tweet or something saying, uh, working on a new album, here's this in the meantime. So it's possible this could be something like that, where it's like, right, obviously, you know, here's some new songs for you. Something's coming in the future, but I'm not going to say. Um, possibly something like that. Plus, um, I think it was either Ross or Jamie that had said, if you look at the reverse of the album, there's a little part that says double entendre when lit. And then there's the Bad Meets Evil logo and the Revival logo. So that's possible, you know, it's like the Revival of Bad Meets Evil, possibly hinting at a future Bad Meets Evil album or something. Yeah, that would be good. That would be really interesting. It, and it would also fit with the, you know, that light saying double entendre when lit. And it's those two that's there. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So but with that track, um, I just put it up on Twitter recently. Um, the song debuted the first day as this love came out uh, on Spotify. The song debuted with nine hundred and eighty-seven thousand streams, so it's quite quite a good performance uh, from a, a track that is obviously quite old, but obviously it has been redone. So it does see that there's still an appetite from Eminem fans to hear relapse-related either songs. Um, so yeah, that is that is a I enjoyed the track. I hope. I pray that Relapse 2 does come one day. I don't know if it ever will, um, but it, it would be it would be amazing for it to happen because I think the amount of tracks that he's probably recorded for it 
probably is quite a lot. Because um, back in 2010, early 2010, the rumour was that Relapse 2 was, was about to drop and then Eminem tweeted that there wasn't a Relapse 2 and it was recovery and then the rest is history. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. That is for another topic for another week, though. We will uh, dissect uh, more into the Relapse era and Relapse 2 uh, in our next show. Um, so we will we'll discuss that a lot more in depth. Um, I'll go over to our next topic, um, which is the, the cut and call to performance or rumoured performance in the charts. Um, the only chart that hasn't declared the result yet is the billboard. That usually happens on Tuesday. Um, but there is rumours that it's going to debut um, around about fifth position with 40,000 um, sales in the US. Um, I'll just go quickly through some of the other countries around the world uh, where it ended up. Um, so in Australia, the album got to number two, uh, which was the highest uh, of any country in the world. So uh, shout out to all the Australian stands. That is a great position for the Greatest Hits uh, compilation. Uh, Germany and Ireland were in eighth position for theirs. Um, New Zealand was fifth. Uh, the UK charts was number three, uh, and the Swiss albums charts was number eight. Um, so Ross, is pretty much spot on that they're going to say that um, in the US Billboard it's going to debut at number four or number five. Um, are you surprised with that, or is that a position that you'd expect, given that it's a, a greatest hits compilation and it's really only one sort of new track at that moment? Um, yeah, I would say it's impressive considering, like you said, it is all the majority there is all music. Anyone that's a like a decent Eminem fan has heard of and probably heard like quite a lot. Um, so I think for like the same songs just on a different album for like streaming platforms to get that sort of like performance is pretty good. Obviously, there's people that buy it as well. I know I don't know if the merch sort of counts towards it. Um, but I know that obviously sold out as well. Uh, some of the mm-hmm. like things on the website sold out. So if that all counts, then I'm not really surprised it's done well in in some places. But I think it's 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 a uh, like third in the UK, isn't it, or something? I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, what about your bad. What about yourself, Jake? Like, did you expect it to come in maybe number one, given that Cut and Call, the original one, was a number one hit? But given the fact that back in the day it was more about physicals than it is with streaming. Um, to be honest. I didn't actually think it was going to do this well. And the only reason I say that is, it's, you know, because there's a lot of songs where have all came out recently and stuff, and the hate that it was getting on Twitter for just even the smallest of things, I didn't actually think it was going to do as well as it has done. Uh, given the fact that there is technically only one brand new song on there as well, I thought everyone was just going to go stream that one song on repeat instead of the actual album, which to see where the albums came, it is amazing. It is great. And, you know, I myself love that. Um, but, yeah, I didn't actually think it was going to do as good only because, you know, as I say, all the hate and it is just some songs that have came out a lot recently. Um, I just didn't think people were going to take to it as much as they have. Um, but, no, it is great to see. And I'm really proud of the work the stands have done across the world, including myself and you guys. I was I was kind of opposite with the opinion. I, I was I was hoping that it would get number one, um, given the fact that the weekend released the greatest hits album um, just eighteen months ago, 
and that got didn't get to number one, but it got to number two uh, with mm-hmm. around about ninety thousand sales. Although mm-hmm. someone did point out that it was released the week after he performed the Super Bowl. So yeah, so that may have had if, a major influence. Yeah, I would say it would have. So yeah. possibly I mean, if Eminem would have done it at the time after the Super Bowl, then it probably oh, yeah. would have charted higher. Yeah, definitely, because if you remember at the time of the Super Bowl, everyone was talking about a new album that's supposed to be coming out. For I think we were, we probably talked about that for about three weeks as well in the chats as well, didn't we? Um, yeah. All rumouring, you know, something to do. If anything was to drop, it should be now. And... Yeah, so that would have had a major influence. Unfortunately, we never got anything, but it was still a really great time. Um, yeah. Sorry, Ross, go ahead. What, yeah. what do you think, Ross, with the promo, the promotion side of things? Do you think there was enough promotion for the album, or do you think it, it could have been a bit better? It, what What sort of stresses me out when I look at like like the Eminem? I don't know if it's because we're like Eminem fans and the, like the feed is constantly talking about it. But we seem to know what's happening, and it just seems to be most people that are on Twitter seem to know what's happening before even Eminem does, like the the fact that it leaked. Um, and then he only sort of promoted it in the last few running weeks. Before that, I think there was a couple of mentions on on Instagram, um, and I've noticed as well that through Twitter he normally just retweet, oh sorry, retweets pages like uh, the Shady Records page. I think some of Paul's tweets as well. He just retweets those, and it's like they're not really branching out. Anywhere, I do think if he had better promotion, it would have probably performed much better. But I noticed he's putting it on like little mobile video games as well, like Beat Star, which is effectively like Guitar Hero. Um, mm-hmm. He's put, I think, Godzilla, Love the Way You Lie, and From the D to the LBC are on there as playable games. So there's obviously going to be some promotion in that, but could could always be. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. It seems to be that the Eminem fans will know more stuff before. Mm. Paul or Eminem does like the, the album leaked maybe four or five days before yeah. it got released, and then Paul was tweeting, uh, "Guess, guess the track list," and it's like, "Well, mate, we already know Don't what need the track to. list is. It's, it's leaked." So, from from my perspective, I've been very critical of Eminem's promotion marketing team for years. Yeah, and maybe maybe it is down to Eminem saying, "I can't be fucked with this. I don't want any promotion." That's fair enough, but surely the label will be doing as much as they can. You see other artists that are on Aftermath Records, you see other artists that are on Interscope get a lot more, um, especially nowadays, the, the best for probably promotion-wise is adverts on YouTube, um, adverts on Spotify's main page, like stuff like that. The, the, the billboards, I mean, yeah, having big, huge billboards in New York City, Times Square, in LA, it is maybe nice, but I mean, like, nah, the way you're going to have to do it nowadays is online and through social media because that is where all the information is. Yeah, I think um, that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's like billboards, are, they, they're cool. You're spending money on them. They look great, but it's nothing people aren't going to see on their phone a couple of times a day anyway if you're marketing it properly. So it's just a bit yeah. like, you know, it's, this is, it's Eminem. Like, his name's been like almost a household name for 20-something years now, and I understand that they can probably just sort of piggyback off the fact that he's got a consistent fan base that will just it will sell anyway, and it'll the news of the word will get around, and it'll he'll always say something on an album that gets in the in the headlines. Maybe that's the reason they do most of their promoting once the album's released, not one not in the run up to it. Obviously, with revival, that didn't see really work in his favor. He says it, the whole uh, yeah, reason. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, 
the album didn't initially do well revival but the promo side of it before and the lead up to it was pretty much perfect agreed um, it was they'd done a, a lot of good stuff before it they released a lead single with Beyonce you know you're releasing your first single off an album and you've got Beyonce uh, as the artist that's brilliant promotion oh I think he appeared on Saturday Night Live round about that time as well and then he flew over to London uh, and done uh, a performance with Annie Mac. Um, where he done a few tracks as well. So even that isn't that long ago. That was 2017, and there was so much promotion done for that. Even moving over a little bit to Kamikaze, although it was a surprise drop, we still got a, an interview from him, from Sway, um, that was maybe 10, 15 minutes or so as well. So I, I do think they can do better. I hope that his next studio album, the promotion for it, is a lot better. Um, but just it's hard to it's hard to see it at times when when you look at his side of things, especially on social media as well. So Do, I guess we'll um, have to Sorry mate, I was just gonna say regarding the kamikaze thing you mentioned. I don't know if you guys saw them at all, um, but they had posters with the kamikaze poster up in like tube stations and train stations and on there were quotes of other critics from like a uh, criticizing revival. Um, and he posted them up with like a personal message to them, and I remember that like did the rounds and was in the news when I was at like work, and it would come up on the on like the news for me in the office that that was on there for like two three weeks. That sort of stuff works really well, but they just seem to do it too late, like once the foot's through the door, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because even with revival, because before it was like a, a pharmaceutical advert, so they they had it as an advert. Uh, I think it was either halftime at an American football show that was on TV or it was after Saturday Night Live. I can't remember, but they had the revival advert with the backwards Z and then somebody's like, whoa, only a certain person has that trademark of a backwards Z and then people started digging it. And then I remember down in London, there was also revival posters about, this was before it was the official like album cover as well. So nah, I just hope that in the future uh, we, we do get a a bit of promotion from his marketing team. Um, I seen there was a tweet from, I think it was Hip Hop by the Numbers. Um, he said that uh, Eminem's streak is number one streak is over, but it isn't because it's a compilation album. I don't know if you've seen that, Ross. Um, he was yeah, I that. think uh, Jamie was saying that he mentioned that he was getting some heat for, for making that comment on a on in like a reply to a tweet but it, it is it is a good point it's not a solo project so mm-hmm. i don't it had you're right it hasn't broken the streak but um yeah so yeah it's just silly the, the streak the streak continues long way it continues that's for sure um right we'll move on to our final topic uh which is uh the game now i'm gonna be honest lads i like the game i've seen him four times in glasgow um I've been in his music since the documentary came out. Mm. Um, and I do like him as a rapper. He is, I think he's underrated. He is one of the best in terms of lyrical. Um, he knows what he's talking about. He does name drop quite a lot, which infuriates me sometimes. Like, there's always a song where he'll name drop someone. Um, but saying that, before we get on to the diss, he's been praising Eminem for years. And yeah. For whatever reason now, he knows that if it goes the opposite way, then it might get a bit of promo for his album. It looks like it's backfired, to be fair. Um, but the track that is on Dramatic is called The Black Slim Shady. And it's, well, it's 10 minutes long. 
Um, I still can't believe how long that track was. Oh, it's ridiculous, it's, isn't it? It's <laughs> the Nick Cannon disses where he made three of them and was the last one not like 10 minutes long as well? Possibly, yeah. I think it's... Yeah, the, the track itself, I'm, I'm arguing with people on Twitter about it. My personal opinion, I think it's better than Rap Devil only because he goes a little bit harder on Eminem in terms of about his dad eating out his mum when she was 15 and he was 22. Yeah, that was there wild. Was, there, was, there was a lot of things that were in it that, like, MGK didn't say, you know what I mean? Like, the, the reason I think that people still think Rap Devil is better is possibly, as a song, Rap Devil is better. It's also a lot shorter and it made more noise. When it came out, it was everywhere. Like, you literally couldn't get... Yeah. You know, I, I think you couldn't go was... online without seeing it. I think that was one of MGK's like record tracks. Now, obviously, I may be wrong in saying this, but I think it may be one of his record tracks for the quickest and the highest amount of streams he's had in a 24-hour period for a song. Unless there was one with someone else that I've just skipped over. And fairly something that was yeah. like a record-setting song for him. I think the, the song, he debuted the song on YouTube. Uh, I think it was hip-hop. Yeah, it World Star Hip Hop. It was on the yeah. World Star, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that was the got, music video that came out with it. I think within like an hour, it had like a million, a million hits, and I think it broke the record at the time. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about the Black Slim Shady song. What do you guys think? We'll start with you, Ross. What is your impression of it? Is what, it worth a response from Eminem? I, I would say the only reason being, because obviously it's 10 minutes long, He's probably not wanting to listen to the entire thing if he's heard it's come out. He's probably listening to the bits he's been told to listen to. Because someone's probably really said, you know, you, you don't want to hear it, it's 10 minutes long. These are the bits you need to respond to. Like, for example, like you said, he mentions Debbie, he mentions Haley as well, and then obviously mimics a, a voice actor or a, a sample of some woman saying they're scared. But the, it, the thing is, for me, is it is obviously a money grab. Like, he is obviously just cashing in on the fact that... Um, you mentioned Eminem, you get you get views. I really like the game as well. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, hate it or love it, it probably sits in my my top five most streamed song yeah. every year. Anyway, like brilliant song, yeah. And I, I what I like the fact as well that it almost seemed like the game was at the end of the whole song, um, almost like poking a bear, but he knew what he was doing. He was being almost a bit playful about it and was like, "Come on, get on a Dre beat, like do what you were gonna do beforehand, and let's have some fun with it." If I yeah. don't, I can't listen to it and hear any malice, really. Nah, I can hear there's, him there's trying no, to pick a fight, maybe. There's no but... personal, nothing personal on it. I don't know if you remember back in April um, when Twitter announced that on the phone you could do like a communities thing, but we, we joined one and um, I saw a, a screenshot off of uh, the game's Instagram story and it was someone said, someone had quoted lyrics from Killshot and it said that one time um, Eminem like, ate MGK for breakfast and then the game retweeted it or put it on his story and put... Are oh, you talking about the one time Machine Gun Kelly ate his food and he had like the thinking emoji and he put mm-hmm. the hashtag Nubinati? So it's obviously he knows that Machine Gun Kelly got, got some money for that, some serious attention, some publicity. So it yeah. just almost seemed to me it was forced. Yeah, when, when the track, when Rap Devil came out, um, the game posted it. Uh, sorry, when Cowshot came out, the game posted it on his Instagram saying, What the fuck is this? This is unbelievable. This is why I rap. Fire emojis. So deep down, the game knows that Killshot was better than Rap Devil, uh, but I do, I, I do like it that he's going for him in a, in a kind of bit of fun. It's a bit of entertainment. It is rap, you know what I mean? Like it's battle rap, 
It's what Eminem was in. It's why why he is what he is today. It's how he started off. I it's taken us back get... like 10, 15 years as well, if you think about it. Cause... I, mean, I love it. What do you think about it anyway, Jay? Because you... Do you think it's worthy of a respond as well? Is it better than Rap Devil? What's your views? To be honest, I'm gonna have to say in like just my eyes, I preferred Rap Devil. Uh, I don't know why or what it was. I think it's just there's more replay value there. Um, I don't know. There's something about Rap Devil which, as much of you know, a strange kind of time and everything that was, um, it was a good diss against Eminem. Um, oh yeah, and it was. It was a good. It was probably one of the best we've had in a long time. Um, and I don't know. There's something about that which I can turn around and be like, you know what? That's that's just gonna be where I sit with something like that. Black some shady. Mm, I'm not sure on. Um, worthy of a response though. I'm I'm undecided on that. I'd love to see him respond to it, but at the same time. The fact that it's 10 minutes long is like, do you really think he's going to turn around and respond to something that was 10 minutes long aimed at him like that? I don't yeah, know. The, the thing is, with the track, it, it doesn't really start getting involved about like Eminem until maybe three and a half, four minutes in. So see if it was just to cut the, the first three minutes off. I, I do think the, the, is it the Matthew Mitchell bit is a little bit cheesy if i'm being honest i really didn't enjoy that I, I i don't really it went on way too long i i get that it almost sounded a little bit like the tonya skit from relapse mm. um where obviously he pulls over and helps the woman in the car and then like kidnaps her it sounded a little bit like that but again it made the whole the whole song sound like a homage or a homage whatever yeah. whatever however you want to say it but i also think as well the problem being it's 10 minutes long eminem cannot fighting back at every rapper that mentions his name for a little bit of publicity. You gotta think he's he's already out like Eminem does better numbers on on most people for most artists on a daily basis without releasing anything new or even tweeting anything. And if he keeps yeah. biting back he's just gonna ruin a reputation. So. Exactly like who is it that um I'm trying to think when side beer dropped, was it Lil Pump or Six Nine or someone a dissed Eminem? And instead of him just responding with a track, he simply responded with an Instagram video of part of the Nat video just on loop. And that was, was Lil Pump. That was Lil yeah. Pump. Um, Lil Pump. And it's like, um, what was it? I need to get off the internet. I need to get on the mic and stuff like that. You need to get off the internet. You need to get your life. Yeah. Just that part of the song. And if, as you're saying, instead of name dropping, like, sorry, instead of responding to every single name drop, He's doing small things like that, and then when Takashi was saying shit about him or stuff like that, he just put in the song Zeus, like, you know, she says I'm trash, but she listened to Takashi, but yeah. she lost me. Fair with the wish-washy and stuff like that. So Yeah, it was the same with um, with Kamikaze as well. Like, he went for everyone in that, and that was even after maybe a year or two of that person saying something. It, it t- took him quite a while, but I, I think he, he will respond in some way or another. Best yeah, case Even if it from... is... Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying, best case scenario from my opinion is that we do get like a, a this, but I, I, I don't know. I can't see it. It's not made as much, as much like a bang as as Rap Devil did. I do think in his next studio album or his next guest feature or single, he, he will mention him and maybe say something. But uh, I don't know. I suppose we'll just have to wait. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of those things where I'm thinking of it more now and. 
I reckon it would just be like a small name drop, just like he done with Takashi or when he said Snoop's name in Zeus, where, you know, Snoop says, yo, I like rap, but Eminem's not in my top five. So he just says, okay, cool. You're not there either. Stuff like that, where it's just a small name drop, but it's enough to cause a big commotion. I reckon it's just going to be something small like that. Um, because with it being that long as well and taking so long to get into the song, I reckon it's one of those that Eminem's listening to, like, possibly, I don't know, he says that he goes incognito cycling um, around the neighbourhood. So maybe he's just listening to it on his earphones like, you know what, I can't, and just plays the next song because he just cannot be arsed with it. Yeah, so I've done, I done a little vote on Twitter and I asked um, what was a better track. I think that 75% of these are talking nonsense, but he's voted in... Uh, but it was just over 800 <laughs> votes. 75% said that they did prefer Rap Devil to the Black Slim Shady. So that's fair enough. Hopefully, I think in a few years, people will see it as a different result. Um, Dramatic Games album is expected to well, kind of flop in terms of chart success and, and numbers. Um, I listened to a bit of the album. It's okay. There's a lot of good beats, a lot of good production in it. Um, so they're expecting it to debut at below forty, below forty thousand streams. Sorry, forty thousand sales. Um, so we'll we'll get that probably a week on Tuesday, um, on Billboard too as well. Um, yeah, like... so, uh, just finally, um, Royce to Five Nine has got a greatest hits album out as well, lads. Um, I think he's got possibly two volumes to release. So the first one that is released. Um, is titled The Heaven Experience Volume 1 and the two Eminem tracks that are on that is Rock City uh, that's the opening track and Caterpillar is on that album as well uh, along with numerous uh, songs from his, his previous albums um, I like Royce I'm hoping that there is another future Eminem and Royce collaboration um, in the works would you think lads would you be up for that oh 100% I always enjoy Royce and Eminem. They they always keep each other on like on their toes, don't they? I mean, even on the I remember when he did not a like off of Kamikaze. Um, I think Royce was getting some some hate online for his flow, and I think I think Eminem mentioned it in the Sway interview briefly and just said like it was like we're just going to keep making music the way we like making music, I'm not going to keep listening. So I really hope they just go back into their sort of like little cave together and just come up with some really again probably more like relapsey sort of like. The first, no, the Bad Meets Evil sequel sort of era where they were still had some relapse themes, but without all the copious amounts of accents. Mm-hmm. No, definitely, because I think there was a tweet maybe a few weeks back, and it was from Eminem saying, When are we going to do another one, Royce? So I'm hoping that that will probably be one in the future as well. Uh, right, we're pretty much all done here now, lads. Um, we've covered the three topics that I wanted to um, and there was one other thing I wanted to say and that was that Hayley Jade is not on Twitter and a lot of news corporations think that she's on Twitter and they keep on responding to articles um, that, she, that she's been tweeting stuff and it's not her so just a heads up yeah, a Anyone, lot of any journalist out there it's a lot of shit she's only on Instagram and she's got a podcast not gonna lie, I think I even retweeted one as well. I think I've like accidentally retweeted one in the morning that was like it was the her response, the TikTok response of her like yeah. saying 
and apparently that's from months ago as well. Obviously, I don't really use TikTok that much, so I didn't think to go and check. But the second I found out, I was like, I'll be deleting that tweet. I think I reported the account as well. That needs to go. It's weird. It's well, weird. Yeah, a lot of it's troubling. It's troubling. It is. A lot of people need to realize when she has a verified Insta, she should also have a verified Twitter if she has one. In which case, I don't believe she does. Am I right in saying? Like um, nah. the Twitter account that is the fake one. I'm no, I don't think it is verified. verified. It's not. No. Yeah. Plus, if it's coming from the official Insta account, which says in the bio. I do not have a Twitter. A lot of people maybe should take that into consideration as well. Um, but just going back to that video um, where she was like, you know, uh, doing that TikTok. I know it was from a few months ago. What was that from again? Um, was that not a response to just something that had happened or was that just for fun? I actually can't remember. There, I thought, I, there, there might have been some context to it. I don't know. Um, yeah, cause, um, I'm not cause sure. I remember seeing it a while ago. I just... It's been for a few months, as you know, for me, it felt like a lot longer. Um, I just cannot remember what the context was behind it, so I was just curious in case you guys knew. Nah, but I th- yeah, I think it, I do remember seeing it a few months back, but I, I can't remember to be fair what it was about. Um, but yeah, she's at this moment in time, she has still to respond, she doesn't have to respond, uh, but she has not made any official comment yet, uh, as, as is as is M as well. He's still to, to say anything, so. Um, listen, we'll we'll cut it short. We've done it well. We've done uh, half an hour, just a little quick show today. Um, so I just want to thank you to all these lads for joining us, and we will have another episode uh, next week where we'll be joined by Blake and Jamie, uh, and it will be basically around the relapse era uh, and the possible album that was relapsed too. So that is us for now. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you later. Thanks, Jake, and thanks, Ross, for joining us. Uh, you're welcome, man. Enjoy. See you later, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye.